Hey guys, welcome to the debrief after our episode with Anatoly from Solana. Uh, Did you, listener, ever think that Anatoly would come on Bankless? He's been on Bankless. Oh yeah. <laughs> Literally, like twice. Oh, I mean, not no, only once before. No, no, not twice. We had a um, roundtable with he, Emin, and, and then Doquan showed up. Yeah. He slept in, right. showed up. Right. And then we had an episode with him on uh, the Solana operating system. Oh yeah, uh, hey, yeah, yeah. Solana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You've been oh, on yeah. twice. God, I, God, who am I? <laughs> I suck. Well, okay. I what I really mean by that is, uh, like, the Monday flagship, the Solana thesis about Solana. Well, you podcast. wanted to do it. I did. Not me, to be honest. Yeah. I did not. Yeah. Why didn't you want episode. to do this? I just don't think. Um, I don't know. I think we have other things to cover. What is the Solana thesis? I didn't really actually hear what the Solana thesis is articulated in terms of like, uh, why should I be interested in investing in Sol? I felt like sometimes- Those are different questions. Those are different questions. Okay. Uh, I don't think they are. And that might be a fundamental disagreement that I have with um, actually Anatoly and kind of the the philosophy of, of Solana, which is I don't actually think that you can separate the moneyness of the asset or sorry, the value of the asset and economic uh-huh. security. Uh, I didn't understand that whole part. We kind of brushed over yeah. it because we wanted to get into other topics and we didn't want to make it a like right. a focusing in right. on things. I also, right. I also don't feel like there's an acknowledgement of some of the, the um, trade-offs with respect to like, it's okay, just say it. I mean, you right. can't run a, a Solana validator, uh, not the semantics of block producer and that kind of thing, but like a validator and kind of like the Ethereum world context on a phone. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a trade-off that you're making in exchange for some other things. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like that's acknowledged. I don't, I still f- fully don't understand the idea that um, if there's one Solana full node in existence, this kind of thing that uh, he was talking about, I've seen him talk about this on Twitter, then um you know that that kind of maintains the censorship resistance of the network like i don't actually understand what that means mm-hmm. um so maybe it's just me maybe i just but um i do where think am I going with this to, I, okay. yeah go ahead, go i could ahead. go on i could go, go ahead, on yeah, but why don't yeah. you go because i will yeah. go on because we have a yeah. debrief where we can yeah. discuss yeah. these exactly. things go yeah. ahead uh, two hour long debrief right <laughs> uh, uh i'd so I'll, i guess i'll be uh steel manning solana for the first little bit go of this I think a little bit of what that response is, is similar to uh, Bitcoiners saying like an Ethereum full node is like a a thousand gigabytes or something. And what they're actually referring to is an archive node, which is asynchronous from how Bitcoin works. So like how Ethereum node infrastructure works is different from how Bitcoin infrastructure works. You actually think there's something I'm not understanding about a difference between Solana block production and validation versus Ethereum? You think there's a difference that makes this true? Because there, yeah, yes yes and no. I think because there is different words mean different things across ecosystems. This is why a lot of Bitcoiners don't understand Ethereum as much. I think Ethereum's do understand Bitcoin because it's easier to understand Bitcoin. But I think a lot of the criticism from Bitcoiners to Ethereum are largely just like a misrepresentation of words and meaning and then a bunch of naivety and closed mindedness as well on behalf of the Bitcoiners. I uh, I don't I think that is a similar factor and maybe it's not actually technical differences and actually perhaps you are right there's meaningful like differences that Anatoly is not talking about but there are philosophical differences as to what Solana is and what it wants to be and under what conditions is it a live ecosystem 
And so there is a philosophical and purpose difference as to why Solana is a chain that's up and running and what kind of environments it can exist in versus what Ethereum is optimized for. And it's made these communities have different values and express words in different ways to talk about what we want to talk about. That is a very sunny way of putting all of that. I think so, yes. I'm uh, getting it. Uh, <laughs> and and to, okay, so that was me steel manning Solana. And then to what you were saying, which I also agree with, is again, why I will never actually be a full-time like Solana bull. Well, what's interesting to me is um, Anatoly did seem in parts of that conversation very okay with um, liveness failures, mm -hmm. with Solana going down and kind mm -hmm. of like, recalibrating this with a group of validators mm -hmm. to bring the system back up. Mm -hmm. um, and I just don't think like liveness failures should be tolerated for, for, for an L1 blockchain. But again, that's because my perspective in L1 blockchain is very Bitcoin, very Ethereum, kind mm -hmm. of like the damn thing has to always be on. That's an yeah. L1. 100%. Um, and also... To, to drill down on that point a little bit more, Solana is very, very San Francisco. It's very startup tech culture. Sure. They want to create a server that is financial information with maximum uptime, but are still cool with it and censorship resistance, but are still cool with it being techie startup, San Francisco, fintech philosophy and branding. Whereas the Ethereum and Bitcoin community are much more decentralized and therefore global and are much less tolerant of any sort of downtime whatsoever. I get it. There, there, there is a world where I'm totally fine with that. I just would mm -hmm. like more of that kind of acknowledged more explicitly, I guess right. is, is my take right. on it. And, and maybe this and here, is what... Here's, here's what I... And sorry, I'm going to keep on doing no, this because I'm actually excited about this. And here's what I think is the difference between Bitcoin and Ethereum that was where you and I were born out of and like how we were molded in this world is like fighting with Bitcoiners who don't understand Ethereum. I want, and Ethereum's, Ethereum do understand Bitcoin, not all of them really. There's actually subtle nuances to Bitcoin that are worth unpacking. But Ethereum, Ethereum for the most part understands Bitcoin way more than Bitcoiners understand Ethereum because I think a lot of the brain drain happened from, you know, if you are smart, you kind of go to Ethereum because it's develop, developer surface area. I want out of the Ethereum ecosystem to have that same property about Solana, where we understand Solana. We understand the differences. We don't come in with our buys and our preferences. I mean, we do because we're not going to like sell ETH to buy soul because it's what we believe in. But I want us to be able to st uh, steal man Solana because of how we understand where they're coming from and what Solana is and how it's different from Ethereum without being so like head-to-head -head antagonistic and not like speaking I, past for, each from other. From my perspective, I've actually never, if ever, uh, if rarely been antagonistic to the Solana ecosystem. Mm -hmm. um, I, I do not think that they are in the class of kind of like... Uh, I You know, I've always thought of Solanas as, as developers who are doing cool developer things actually have a real community but have some misplaced theories and there that there are some unacknowledged trade-offs and um just like kind of wrong approach uh taking mm -hmm. from an l1 perspective but um i've not ever thought or said that kind of like a scam or anything like that like 100%, 100%. there, there has 100%. been some of that but like for first of all let me say i think that's a very noble and good pursuit and i also believe that um that's a good thing to do 
we've done that with uh, the Cosmos ecosystem as well, yeah. which yeah. Um, I'm interested in. And I, I do think it takes a, a legitimately different approach versus Ethereum. Right. But but I think Cosmos is much different in approach than Ethereum, mm -hmm. than Solana. Mm -hmm. I agree, Solana is not like Avalanche, which is just kind of another EVM sort of change right. and maybe some shift in branding and like a shift of like some concessions. Some, some architecture. And, yeah. I don't know. There's mm -hmm. some mi more minor the, architecture the subnets, changes. You yeah, differences guess, though, in mempools. Yeah. yeah, stuff like that. Solana is totally different and I, mm -hmm. and I uh, respect that. But I, I guess... Um, how do we think it it will uh, survive and thrive through this bear market when it's pitted against layer twos? Mm -hmm. And it's pitted, like, it. I go back to the Polenia kind of thesis of we have monolithic chains mm -hmm. and um, then we have modular chains and the modular chains will win and the monolithic chains will sort of force to become modular or they will be execution layers mm -hmm. of the more modular chains yeah and i still don't understand how like 2018 is different than 2023 bear market in that there are a slew right. of talented verging on even like we're getting to a phase where I, I could see sometime this year where we'll have like multi-client even layer twos yeah and that's not Optimism that far behind directly on this yeah mm -hmm. and then we have like business development we have sophistication i mean look at the arbitrum ecosystem it's like right. huge look at what starkware is doing it's huge optimism yeah. too it's like how does solana fare against that 100 like we didn't even have the economic conversation of how do you bleed x amount of supply yeah on block space right uh like that's a whole nother thing to unpack right which weighs mm -hmm. on me and weighs on the soul token right and um that's not yet in the solana like community's mind mm -hmm. there's just a lot of factors uh right. that of reasons why i don't think if the if the idea is that solana is like ethereum in 2018 i just don't think that's correct mm -hmm. now i do think right. that there are parts of that that could be correct yeah, there are some parallels which is like maybe the community is similar yes. and i do oh, God, think in the intro i said community right not not the whole oh i don't know but I just the so. idea if people walk away that uh, if people walk away with a simplistic view of like solana so, is ethereum of you know in like 2018, in 2018 yeah. it'll bounce back mm -hmm. in the exact same way Th this is a narrative i mean this yeah. is um chris chris berninski uh you well, know i've, I've talked, talked about, about this. this in relation to the community and i've definitely specified not necessarily the, the tech but the it's also i like think this. yeah and but like so it's just um, it's just very different than I think Ethereum in 2018. So I don't think its bounce back is inevitable. Um, I think it's going to take a lot of work. Um, I do ultimately think they they'll bounce back, but like I'm in a position of still I'm just like observing what happens to the community. Does it hold strong? Are they able to carve something out? Um, what do they do with kind of talk about supply economics? Like there's a lot more pieces that have to come into play here. Um, but also remember, in 2018, the Bitcoiners were shitting on the Ethereum people about supply and economics. Mm -hmm. And our economics was broken fixed. at the time. Sure. Totally. And now it's completely fixed. Where's the soul is money people? Yeah. I mean, really not not to question. say it has to go through the exact same path, but I'm just saying like... Um, I mean, I kind of like it too. There's a few paths that are... There's a few pieces that are kind of... Um, broke. I, that said, look, the setup is good, in my opinion. 
like um getting rid of ftx is probably the best thing and sbf is probably the best thing that ever happened to solana and crypto and definitely Solana. i don't know what multicoin's doing with their soul bags Um, rumors not great i mean it would be great rumors are they painted the bottom well it'd be great to have vcs like that kind of paint the bottom because then you distribute it to sort of the believers and a real community uh and then you kind of detox the whole vc coin piece Mm -hmm. of it which is like concentrated Mm -hmm. distribution with a bunch of whales are just going to dump so and then look the community is still there like and anatoly is still developing um it does have some of the really cool raw ingredients. Um, I, in my opinion, I kind of rank it third as far as potential. If you're talking about ecosystems like Ethereum, Cosmos, and Solana, it goes like right. that in I'm that order for me. Including Bitcoin in this? No, I mean, not for Bitcoin like developers. Count. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. I, don't know what I, yeah, I agree is. with that take. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I don't know. Maybe, take. what do you think about, like, what do you, are you more bullish than I am on this? I'm I'm just more bullish than the cohort of Ethereum people that you and I frequent. Like and so I I'm just like being the pusher backer and just making I'm I'm kind of consider my role in this whole thing and like why I want to do this podcast is to like make sure that we're the Ethereum community is not too maxi, right? I see. And I think that like all of the whole like ETH the whole ETH maxi brand has been totally undeserved by everyone who has been called an ETH Maxi for the last two years. It's just annoying to me. I'm and yeah. I'm making sure that like, yo, like, and it's and we're not being dumb about it. And now, now is the time to tell that story. Okay, not in 2021. So what did Vitalik tweet? Can we look up that tweet? Vitalik tweet. On... Oh, he's he tweeted the same thing about like I believe uh, uh, people believe me that there are good and honest and earnest builders in the Solana community, and uh, I hope they're the best. Is that Something what he said? I'm just gonna find the tweet too. Well, you can, you can, if you're looking for the date, it's the day that it's the absolute moment that Solana bottomed was when Vitalik tweeted that, which is so uh, funny. I'm not going <laughs> his timeline, but uh, Vitalik pumps, look at these news stories. Vitalik, Vitalik pumps, pumps soul token. In <laughs> just one tweet. It was funny. Anatoly asked us uh, before we logged off, hey, I'm surprised you guys didn't ask the question, did Vitalik save Solana? That's like, wait, what? He's I like, forgot, yeah, with that I tweet. For, I, I forgot about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Dude, I can't find the actual source. Okay. Right, the tweet itself? Yeah. So, uh, some smart people tell me there's an earnest smart developer community in Solana, and now that the awful opportunistic money people have been washed out, the chain has a bright future. That's what Solana, that's what uh, Vitalik said, apparently. Yeah. That's, that is my sentiment as well. And then I would like, and then I take that and I look at Solana as like, okay, the forced seller is out of the picture. The VCs had to force it, had to sell all of their soul. Uh, there is a community left. Like, there's a lot of really good ingredients that, like, f- even if Solana doesn't make it in the long term, like, you have to appreciate as a crypto community person. I do. I, do. I, I also see the fact that, like, even even some of the people that were, like, kind of the co-founders, uh, until mm-hmm. you mentioned he has, like, there's five co-founders of Solana, apparently. Right. Mm-hmm. There's some proportion of those are just going to, like, take the money and leave, aren't they? Yeah, sure. or they already right. have right right um and we saw the same thing with ethereum right except we had 12 a joke of all of those co-founders and kind every of single left. one sucks right um mm-hmm. and so i i see those ingredients too and again that's why i'm like if so we'll see where solana is six months from now a year from mm-hmm. now and that's when i start to really pay attention yeah and get interested Big um time. agree but yeah 
I mean, and that and that's the difference that makes me happy. That makes me know that we're not dumb Bitcoin maxis. That's how I know we're different. It's still like, what is like, what soul token though? What's the thesis uh-huh. for soul token, David? That it just becomes more like it, it does actually become a money. Would you buy it for discounted cash flows on transaction fees from no, no Solana selling not, block no. space? See, and and so like this is why I think. Like there, there was the narrative, the barbell. Uh, Bitcoiners always do this. They <laughs> apparently, I just hate Bitcoiners today. Uh, they like the barbell, the anti-Ethereum barbell strategy, which was like just Bitcoin and Solana. Like you don't need Ethereum's like in the middle. <laughs> That's to be a terrible bet. <laughs> That's terrible. It's so bad. It's so bad. But that was a was, that was, was a big thing working for a while. It was, and and then they just replaced it with Terra because like Terra Luna bought a bunch of Bitcoiners and the and the Bitcoiners like we love Terra Luna this is great and so the, there was like this narrative out there from Bitcoiners and honestly I think some Solana people was like you don't need Ethereum you use Bitcoin for the money and you use Solana for the finance yes that's all you got to do like why would you ever use Cosmos Ethereum community was in this too very much. yeah a little bit yeah exactly yeah. Uh, and like, so yeah, this is a reoccurring theme, right? And like Solana, Solana did this, Cosmos did this, Terra did this. And so like my, what my head is that is like, guys, like this world is about efficiency. Like the game of crypto is a game of everything. Like you want to be in the middle. And so Bitcoin, no, no finance, no smart contracts, only money. Solana, only finance, only smart contracts, no money. And Anatoly's like, uh, you know, I think you could, in theory, build a, a money on top of on yes, top of Solana. Polenia is like, I think you could build a money on top of a layer two. And so if you could build a money on top of Solana that's not Sol, you could also do it on a layer two on Ethereum. Like, it's there's nothing unique about the properties of Solana that enable a money out of it. And so that's my that's my philosophy: is Solana is all finance, no money. And both of those things are broken. And both of those things, in the same way that we say. Bitcoin isn't fully bankless technology because you need smart contracts. Like Solana also isn't fully bankless technology because of the fundamental way that the finance system is uh, architected and also the stated bull case for Solana by Anatoly, the theorized bull case for uh, uh, Solana token by Anatoly and others is like MEV and transaction order flow and being able to sell and capture MEV, which is exactly the the uh, business case, and like TradFi with like high frequency trading. Like if you can oh. eke out like in like scalp, like if you own a bunch of soul tokens, you get to uh, ex- extract MEV, uh, perhaps toxically, perhaps not, from the financial activity that happens on the Solana token, which really makes two tiers of citizens in the world, which is something that you guys, you and I, don't vibe with at all. Which is like you have the platform owners. And then you have the users who are the commodities. And that's always been the thing that rubbed me about Solana. That rubbed me the wrong way about Solana. Well, is like the so fundamental architecture. Capturing MEV or? Sorry? What, what do you, what's, what's, um, because so, um, what, what distinction are you making? Because Ethereum certainly, a staker wants to capture MEV and there's certainly MEV on mm-hmm. Ethereum. We've done entire, entire episodes on this. Right. Um, a lot of the layer two tokens, their valuation mm-hmm. is based on also yes. capturing MEV. Right. What distinction are you making with Solana? Because the uh, difficulty to run a node by Solana by in that it wants to be this super high mega bandwidth uh, machine. All right, I got it. The node requirements are too strong that it separates away the majority from the minority, right? And so like, why does Ethereum have such strong emphasis on being able to stake on your like MacBook Air? 
it's because like having a normal like commodity computer is the most decentralized thing that can actually support a network. It's optimizing for decentralization where Solana is not. And so it's saying like, oh, you in order to extract rent from the finance that's ha- happening, you have to be in a very high networked area. So big cities in Europe and the United States, San Francisco, New York, the big, highly like like places with a ton of internet, well, a ton of bandwidth, did, and then you also need to have a supercomputer. Who's developing the the Fire Dancer client? Jump Capital. Okay, what does Jump Capital do? They they fleece and front run their arbitrage the, the right? on, on high arbitrage, right? It's, yes, exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's mm-hmm. like, there's that. And this is why it's, some Ethereum people are like mad at me for like, like giving Solana the time of day. Can you understand <laughs> that? I mean, I'm not like mad about it. I think it's like, you should be always be open to like, look, if we listen to purists about anything, we'd have basically just a rotation of, um, I don't know if it's Ethereum purists, it would be like Vitalik and Justin Drake and mm-hmm. then Anthony Sassano and then rotate and have the same three podcasts right. every, like, yeah. You can't listen to purists, but right. let me ask you: Do you think they have a point? I think your point. I think your point uh, yeah, is they just hundred percent have a point. That but, is my point. But, I'm making that point. But oh not, wait, no, 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 no. I see what you're saying. Sorry. Well, I I just mean like, is it bad to give a platform to Solana? I like I I know what I feel about this, but what do you think? Anatoly is an honest builder who has an honest product, and there's a community there and so like at some point i will as an individual give up um credence to a broader community that's larger than myself 100%. because that makes it legitimate yeah yeah 100 percent. and like just why should people be afraid of talking right sure come on have yeah. them on a podcast of course yeah. let's hear the perspective let's yeah. you know debate so let's i can have this debrief and talk point. about how i'm still super fucking bullish ether and my soul bags are going to zero <laughs> but it's also like um i think your broader point is that uh what'd you say the walls are down during the bear market mm-hmm. it's because there's less um i'm gonna pick on a name here but there's less kyle samani shilling of solana yeah, yeah. in the bear uh-huh. market and I feel exactly. like you can have a much more honest discussion yeah. with people yeah. about their technology right. when the chips are down and when people aren't obsessed about price and aren't trying to like shill bags. Dude, look, Solana is down 95%. Ether's down 75%. But not, the difference between 75% and 95%, Ryan, you know my line, is going to be more than 20%. It's something like 60% more. And more so, I think it's more than that. It'd be like 60%, yeah, sure. It's like worse than that. Uh, and so like... Maybe shame on me for not talking about Solana because of my ETH bags during the bull run. That's not what happened. I didn't talk about Solana because of what I'm talking about here in this podcast. But to what degree did we prevent people or prevent or just not promote something that we were worried about because our guards were up during the bull market? Like, honestly, give us some credit. Like, Terra Luna didn't want to talk about it. Rubbed us the wrong way. It went to zero. Solana didn't want to talk about it. Rubbed us the wrong way. It went down 95%. Uh, Avalanche, uh, how bad down is Avalanche? 90% right now. Daniel Sesta, Time in Wonderland, didn't want to talk about it. Rubbed us the wrong way. Went to zero. Like the track record of us not wanting to talk about shit during the bull market is so good. Well, so what does it mean when we're talking about it then? Time to buy? <laughs> yeah, well, dude, Yeah. <laughs> i don't know there's that there's also contrast with you know sometimes we bring things like bring people on the podcast because we want to find out more because their project has a lot of attention because it's been pumping right i think there have been cases where like um 
granted. DeFi 2.0. Remember that? Yeah, All these too. projects like Rari and that sort of thing. Good point. Yeah. Um, we, def- we definitely talked about the top of DeFi 2.0. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah. And it was because, one. I mean, we were curious about it um, yeah. and wanted to find out more. And that God, was my like, own bags copy. are down so bad. <laughs> DeFi 2.0 bags. <laughs> yeah. My DeFi 2.0. That was, that was the worst meme ever. <laughs> I hate yeah. that. Oh, yeah. No, I lost a lot of money in DeFi 2.0. Did you? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I probably lost them too. But um, yeah, that's, that's, that's crypto, man. Mm-hmm. Win some, you lose some. Anatolia, I like him overall. Um, good like representative of Solana. Him. I think he's he should be the primary representative of Solana. I think yeah. he's, um, and I hope that but he's uh, definitely shown he's deserved it. Yeah, uh, he said he's had good conversations with uh, other developers, and um, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm good. Good well, episode. He'll probably he'll probably be at permissionless. We can get a beer with him. Cool. There you go. Looking Anything else? That. <laughs> That's it. Guys, I hope you enjoyed the debrief. See ya. Peace.